get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of the show. This is episode number 368. We've got a special guest with us this week for topic of the show, drag queen and now Twitch streamer, Irma Gerd. Very excellent to have her on the podcast this week talking about her love of video games. And uh, I was super excited to see her on Canada's Drag Race. Season three is one of the first Atlantic Canadian, let alone Newfoundland contestants. But before we get into all of that, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table, which is just Kat today. Hey, Kat. Hello. Hi. It's just the two of us today. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah. Poor Joelle's feeling a little under the weather and Simon's down for the count too. So Kat and I will sit here and talk video games with you, which uh, we're perfectly cool with. Right, girl? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... We've done this many times at this point. It's true. It's true. All right. Let's get through some housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in. I would like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Bodbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop girls on games. Maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. If you'd like to give us a shout out, record us a voice memo, go inside iHeartRadio app on the Girls on Games page, hit that microphone, record us a 30 second talk back, and, uh, you know, you might be heard on the show. Love to hear from you. Catherine, what have you been up to this week? Oh, it was one of those busy weeks again. Um, I had friends over on Saturday. Uh, we played, the, we had a game night, which we hadn't done in a while. Um, played some tabletops. But yeah, I uh, did a mistake. Um, I was feeling a bit of a some muscle pain after a workout and I was like, I should be careful. And then I went to the grocery store and brought back four uh, bags of groceries and ended up making it worse. So spent the weekend on my literal ass, uh, while my lower back and leg left leg recovered from that. Uh, but a good thing about that is I spent uh, Sunday sitting on my couch. So I actually (laughs) got some gaming done like i had a long list of shit i needed to get done and go out the house and be super busy and i was just like oh it's a next weekend problem i guess um yeah that's that's been mostly it i had a bit of a of a go 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 kind of week but uh then it just kind of grinded to a halt (laughs) (laughs) your body told you to slow down yeah uh, I was channeling my inner Catherine this weekend because uh, I went over to my sister's house and uh, made pasta sauce for the first time ever where we actually had Ooh. like the whole bucket of tomatoes and, you know, boiled them up, and put them through the machine and squeezed all the juice out, and boiled that up and canned it. So. Uh, so, yeah, that was the first time I've ever done that before. And uh, it was pretty fun. You used to do that all the time. I do it every summer. Yeah. 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 Um, but like I have a, a high powered mixer, like a Vitamix. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so okay. I stopped doing the blanching and the seeding. It's just like I put the tomatoes in and it pulverized them to a pulp. Uh, and it's really like, you know, it gets rid of like it grinds down the the skin, the seeds, everything. And then I just I just boil it a bit longer to get rid of the maybe the extra acidity that some of that extra gut can put in the sauce. But I mean, I've not tasted a difference between when I used to blanch the tomatoes and see them and do the whole process versus after I got the Vitamix and I got lazy. Is that what it's called when you boil them to take the skins off it? It's blanching them? Blanching is basically, yeah, it's uh, boiling hot water and then ice bath. Oh, we didn't do the ice bath side, but we had this machine that was kind of like a meat grinder and the juice would come out one part and then the skins and the seeds would come out the other side. Oh, well, you see, you still had a mechanical way to do it. Yeah, I did we, it manually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so took, took, took the, the peels skin. off. Yeah, when you do like so, you boil them, and then you when you do the ice bath, that what that's what's going to make the the skin like kind of peel off easily, and oh. also for you to be able to manipulate them because they're hot. And then after that, it was like just kind of like grinding them and through a sieve and getting rid of of the seeds. It is a long and tedious process. So Yeah, it took us all day to do the big the one bucket. I think we got 21 bottles out of it in the end. And like we would have kept going if we had more, but they kind of wanted to see what was involved and what we were doing because it's the first time for a whole bunch of us doing it. So uh and it's definitely it's kind of like a party activity, which is fun. We st- sat outside and had the burners going with propane and everything and, and just chilled, drank, ate. My husband made some fabulous bruschetta um, and some uh, beef ribs and stuff. It was great. It was great. Would totally recommend and do again. But outside of that, uh, spare time has really been just video games and prepping. I have a bunch of games now installed on my Switch because I have a four and a half hour flight on uh, Thursday and on <laughs> Sunday. So, uh, so yeah, but I'm sad because I'm going to be leaving my Dreamlight Valley behind and going to have to wait and come back to that later. But, uh, but yeah, how about you? What have you been playing? I jumped back into Coffee Talk. Oh, nice. Um, I was like pretty, uh, I was in pain and I was full of Advil. So I looked at Disco Elysium and I was like, today is not the day. Um, yeah. And I jumped back into Coffee Talk, which is essentially like watching a movie, but it's a pixelated video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and once in a while you stop and you make some drinks. Um, and I really got into the thick of the story of the people that come around your Seattle coffee shop set up in a version of the world where a fantastical creature live along you and you know elves and succubus and incubus and there's a there's a vampire who's bff with the werewolf uh and things isn't like that, that not the way things are supposed to be i thought they were supposed to be like enemies vampires and werewolves i mean i, I guess it's like after uh. war and things like, i don't know it's like it's <laughs> it's set in seattle, 20, seattle of 2020 and it's always like raining in the background it's really fun and chill and the music is very coffee shop type thing um and it's very soothing and uh i've been enjoying it i have a feeling i'm getting towards the end there okay uh, you know Do you have I a game think- plan of what you're gonna play next uh, I mean, the one, the one Darth Stridius and Ludo were talking about, about the 80s ar- arcade. 
Oh uh, yeah, and they were talking about the music in it. Yeah, what's the, that the one? name of it? Oh God, I had it. I had a, a tab open to to buy it, but uh, there's. In our Discord channel, everybody always talks about games. Um, yeah. Come join. Um, I'm trying to see now, too. I'm scrolling back up. Uh, Laundromat Simulator 1? Arcade Paradise. There it ah. is. Arcade Paradise. Like, they really sold me on it. Um, and so maybe if I'm still in a mood for a wholesome game, mm-hmm. probably that one. Um, if not, I'm going to finish Disco Elysium. I just ha- I just hadn't had like the mental capacity for like uh, Disco Elysium lately. I've just been too busy and I too fragmented. I haven't been able to play a lot or play consist consistently. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I kind of like put it aside. I have a feeling when I launch that game again, I'm gonna have to look up where I'm at and read a guide to be like. what's next (laughs) that's always the guilt that i get when i drop a game midway through and say oh i'll come back to this and usually i don't um because yeah i especially some of those games where it's super complicated what's going on yeah yeah it's it's weird like that yeah it's it's taking breaks from game and coming back is always weird Um, yeah and it's like when we were playing uh well, we played Shredder's Revenge, but in between that, at work, I was playing, um, well, playing, quote unquote, um, not casually, but I was like doing for stuff for honor at work. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like Friday night, we go like we launched this other fight game and like my fingers were like, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, that is always ones now. That's going to be the big jump for me now going back after playing Xbox for like two weeks straight, going to my switch and being like, oh, what's the A and what's the B button? Um, that, every that, time, every that was time. That the thing when we played Shredder's Revenge. My friend mostly plays on Switch, so you know we were looking at the move set, and she's like, "What do I click for this A?" And she's like, "But I'm pressing A, and it's not working." I'm like, "You're pressing B." <laughs> <laughs> Get you every time. Yeah, I've got uh, the last episode of We Are OFK to finish too, but that's one like I need like I know a solid undistracted hour to do it because I want I need to know how this ends. Um, but is that the one that one would be good for your flight? Yeah. And that's it's installed there and ready to go. Um, so yeah, I think I'll be doing that. And then I don't know, I've downloaded cult of the lamb, Mm -hmm. um, which I didn't get to really dive into on my trip to Newfoundland because my switch died on my way back. I forgot. I just had it in sleep mode. Usually I have it in sleep mode, but it's connected to the power. And I didn't do that when I was home. Um, and I've got barren breakfast installed. Right, 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 right. You were talking about that one. Yeah. So that one came out last week. So I've got that prepped, ready to go. And then I know we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct, but there was one of the games. Um, it's a Square Enix game. Hold on. That has farming sim elements. And there was a demo that they released. It's something called Harvest. Harvest. Oh my God. I swear to God. I was just looking at, at it on uh, on an IGN uh, thing for Nintendo. Nin- Nintendo Direct. September 2022. And where is that IGN article? There it is. Harvest something. 
when they I'm always worried when they mash the words together, like I need to read it like five or six times because I always want to read it totally differently because we all know how well I pronounce things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I want to make sure I save it prop or t- uh, say it properly, not save it properly. Um, let's see. Harvest. Where are you? Where are you? Did I go too far? I went too far. Harvestella. And there's a demo. And okay. it comes out on November 4th. The full game comes out on November 4th. So it's a... Uh, it's apparently we'll be able to transfer your full save to the game when it's launched. So uh, yeah, that should be interesting. I'm curious about that because, you know, Square Enix doing a harvesting game. Actually, that was one big thing about the Direct. Uh, there was a lot of uh, games that speak to you, me, Simon, and Allie, and Ari, and all the crew that loves playing these farm sim games. It was kind of ridiculous. Um, it, it was the theme of the thing, I feel like. Yeah, it was a real theme. Which, hey, I am here for this theme. Give me all the farming sims, all the life sims, all the management games. I'm here for it. Uh, but yeah, most of my my time has been still sucked into Dreamlight Valley. Cat, I, I I know I was singing its praises last week. Still singing its praises. Definitely now that I'm like way farther in it and level 21 and stuff, I'm seeing the uh, early accessness of it mm-hmm. um, and where there definitely needs to be some improvements and things like that. But still, game is fantastic. I'm having so much fun decorating my uh, decorating my valley and meeting all the characters and farming. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, at one point I'm just going to like feel like playing Stardew Valley and I'm going to get this game instead. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually surprised Pascal hasn't picked it up yet, though I haven't me- me- uh, messaged him about it. Um, He's not big into Disney. Yeah, it, it, I feel like it has that Disney hook that not everybody's into. I didn't even think that at first I was like, oh, it's going to be dorky and childlike. But you know what? I'm here for it. I need something that's like wholesome and good in my life. Yeah, I don't chaos. think... I don't think, and he listens to the podcast, so I'm going to get feedback about this, but I don't um, think like he's as attached to those characters as you and I, maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, I'm more attached to the older characters more so than the newer ones. Like, I realize there's a whole bunch of like Disney movies I have not seen. I haven't seen Moana. I haven't seen um, this. I saw the first Frozen. I haven't seen the second Frozen. And I know that a lot of the stuff in it is based on the second Frozen. Um, yeah, the last Disney, like Disney, Disney, not Pixar. The last yeah. Disney I saw was Moana as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen um, Raya and the Dragon. No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen. Uh, and the Pixar films too, like, like I haven't seen like Encanto. I haven't seen Lucas. I haven't seen. Um, what's there was a Day of the Dead one. Uh, it's Encanto. The- yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's a bunch I haven't seen. Like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's something I should do while I can't, while I have a two week break from the gym is just catch, there you go. <laughs> launch Disney Plus and be like, catch up on all this, uh, these movies. Yeah, I feel like I want to go back and watch a lot of them now. Um, you know, but seeing folks from The Little Mermaid, seeing, you know, Mickey Mouse and Minnie and Donald and Goofy and Scrooge and all of them. I'm like, oh my God, I love these characters. 
They're so cute. There's something really magical with the music, too. Mm-hmm. Like anytime like Mickey's theme plays, like I'm walking around my house singing M-O-U-S-E Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it gets you every time. My God, video game music always ends up stuck in my head because it plays on repeat and yeah. that's it. And I get obsessed and then I play the game and then I watch YouTube videos and then that's it. That's my life. I'm I become completely absorbed by a game. I mean, that's what we do day in, day out. Like, even I when I don't have time to play, I still, like, at work, if I need to get, like, a focused session in, I put on the Undertale soundtrack or Stardew Valley or Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, all the Assassin's Creed uh, soundtracks just streamed, like, sh- strung one after the other. And it's just, like, get in there. Uh, there was a thing on, um, there was a trend on TikTok I want to say two years ago, early, um, yeah, early to, uh, pandemic basically, uh, mm-hmm. 2020, um, where people had to like move into like studying and at home people mm-hmm. were saying like, if you need to focus, listen to the Mario Kart soundtrack. Oh my and then God. People yeah. were discovering how like this quirky soundtrack was helping them focus. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it works with any video game soundtrack people whatever your favorite video game soundtrack is, if it's like on Spotify or YouTube music, whatever, like if you need to just focus for an hour, put on your favorite video game soundtrack. I have solved so many bugs to the sound of Stardew Valley. You have. (laughs) There's a chill vibes Zelda playlist that I love to listen to. Mm. The song of storms from Ocarina of Time. Oh, Frank, that song's uh, so good. So I, good. <laughs> I found the piano, somebody who plays on the piano, uh, Gerudo Valley. Oh, yeah. From Ocarina of Time. Like, and it's just like when you play that game, it's like, you know, it's very much a, a guitar song because it's got mm-hmm. like those Spanish, Spanish yeah. Latin vibes. Yeah. Uh, but it works great on the piano. So I found like, I found this soundtrack of, yeah, these like, piano versions of uh my favorite songs from video games and also that's like also great for uh, focus and for studying mm-hmm. and for working and mm. for ignoring uh teams for 30 mm. minutes while i <laughs> get some work done uh, slime rancher soundtrack is very much that for me and uh the early access of slime rancher 2 comes out the day that i have to fly for vegas so i am going to be so sad if I'm on the airplane and not playing Slime Rancher. <laughs> uh, I'll just have to wait. It'll be my treat when I get home. It's what I'll be excited for when I get home on Monday. I'll be able to dive right in because, God, I can't wait for some Slime, some slime Rancher. It's such a good game. Let's talk news, Kat, because, uh, you know, there was a few directs and some crazy stuff that happened over this weekend. Yep. All right, let's talk about some news. And this first topic kind of broke over the weekend, and uh, I feel it's a little bit sad. Kat, bring us through the story around Grand Theft Auto 6. Right, so uh, Rockstar was hacked. Um, And it was claimed by the same person who hacked Uber. Um, Long story short, if you get spam with two-factor authentication requests on your phone, and then you have... Somebody claiming to be from IT asking you to accept it, don't. Uh, because that's how this person got in. Um, oh, really? 
yeah, managed to get into their Slack and then uh, have the uh, trigger these requests and then message that person to be like, oh, I'm from IT, please accept it so I can fix this. Um, and it wasn't. Um, oh, my God. So they stole GTA 5 and GTA 6 source code and assets and as well as a GTA 6 test build. And they released a lot of videos online. Um, GTA 6 is in pre-alpha, like it's in pre-prod. Um, basically, people saw this and they were like, wow, that looks so unfinished and terrible. I'm like, my guy. Yes. Because <laughs> it's not finished. You weren't supposed to see this. This is where they're throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks. And you got to see the mess. Exactly. Which is sad. Which sucks because it's not the way they want to present it. Exactly. So, um, and the fact that the source code leak is a big, big, big security issue, mm -hmm. um, because that's how, like, that's going to be hell on earth for like GTA online and their anti-cheat software and things like that. If people have access to the source code, like somebody on Twitter kind of like, uh, really, really broke it down more how this can be a bigger security issue in the grand scheme of things for gaming and things like that. Like when people get access to source code, it, it's just, it falls <laughs> apart. Um, so unfortunately, and so these started to, uh, to emerge like yesterday and this morning. And then today rockstar and take Two confirmed that the leak was real, unfortunately. Um, and now they will keep working on, Grand Theft Auto 6 as planned. Um, I wouldn't be surprised in the long term if it causes delays. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that is, it's very sad to be honest because uh, there's a reason why, uh, especially like AAA publishers, I know like indies, they like to show the guts and they like to show their iteration and they like to get people hyped and things like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of knowledge sharing, but when it comes to AAA games, just because of like, it is still a corporate undertaking that has a lot of teams and it's a lot of, um, the iterative process is not as free and as uh, I want to say, as creative, a lot of it is just like, you know, getting builds, getting it tested, getting results, adjusting, things like that. It's like it's it's it can get like uninteresting just for like the average gamer. Like for us, for as a player, what you want to know is like, you know, when the game's ready, the trailer and things like that. It's just like this nitty gritty of them spending like two weeks figuring out how much damage should a sh should each gun make uh, or how fast each car needs to go or how the different cars handles like that kind of nitty gritty is is boring hmm. to, to to so when you get like these unfinished builds where they might like put in some bug some debug data you'll be like yeah it's unfinished or it doesn't play well or like this is ridiculous. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You it's the beginning. You got to trust the process. I mean, this game has been in development for what, like two, three years? Like that's, that's nothing. Like they just kind of like ramped up GTA 6 to be in full on prod like this year or last year. Like, 
it's anyway so it's pretty sad and i'm i think it's gonna it's gonna affect uh gta 6 development for 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 real they'll have to rebuild some stuff from the ground up i think well, they're going to have to protect any of the vulnerabilities that might have been released in that. Mm-hmm. And also, too, um, you posted this GameSpot.com article, and one of the paragraphs read, After news spread through social media, the hacker updated the original post, directing any employees of Rockstar or Take-Two Interactive to contact them via email as they were looking to negotiate a deal. So they're ransoming this. Yeah, wait till they find out that that's a federal offense. Yeah. They'll be in trouble. Well, I mean, would they not be in trouble already? (laughs) Let alone ransoming it? Apparently, like, the rumors is, like, that this person is the head of Lapsus and is a 16-year-old kid in the UK. And if it is the the, the person in charge of Lapsus that claimed hacks at NVIDIA and Ubisoft and Uber and other places. Was that the NVIDIA hack? The one that, like, everything coming out of it is true? Oh, my goodness. Yep. Um, that person is not going to have a good time with the justice system. Yeah. The UK cannot protect them. Uh, yeah. Man, that sucks, though. Because, like, imagine spending all this time, you're still working on it. You're obviously excited. You want to, you know, to get the chance to show it off once things are ready and whatever. The thing is baking. It's in the oven. Like, it's not... Mm-hmm. It's probably not even in the oven yet. It's still adding all the ingredients to the cake that they're trying to make. And someone's going in and scooping it out and saying whether it's good or bad before it's even gone through half the processes it needs to go through. Like, that sucks. Imagine if they, like, had leaked the part where they're still, like, kid bashing stuff from GTA 5 to just, like, get an idea of the gameplay. Yeah. Like, that's that's how uh, Apex Legends started. It was kid bashing in Titanfall 2 and it took its own its own form and it became a full-fledged game but like you know and some game devs came out and started sharing like you know like this is what um of of other games like somebody shared overwatch pre-prod like being like hey like this was uh here's what it uh overwatch looked like when it was at the same uh at the same spot that gta 6 is in the dev cycle and you basically had like tracers guns that were really nice, but everything else was just like the level was literally just gray blocks. Yeah. As and they were they, the payload that they were pushing was just a square. Yeah. As someone who's very interested in how games are made, I am a nerding out a little bit over it because, you know, I don't know how this stuff works. Obviously, you have a good idea being in game dev yourself, but like I don't know how these things work, so I'm fascinated by it, but mm-hmm. I'm not passing any judgment on it. You know, that's like asking someone to see a, a pre-build of an app or something like that or my video footage before it's been edited or something like that, right? Like it's it's, it's that's like tough. It's like seeing somebody put the jello in the fridge and be like, "Why is it just like sugary water?" Yeah. I was like, you gotta let, you gotta go in the fridge for an hour for it to gelatin to solidify. Yeah, yeah. basically. So, um, but I'm more worried about the whole security aspect. Of, yeah, like, what that's does it mean rough. for their source code and um, rebuilding the game and just like protecting it from uh, just uh, you know patching these vulnerabilities and the anti cheat and you know GTA Online being a big part of their like 
how they make money and now that source code is out there yeah what also sucks is hearing about the way that it happened and Mm -hmm. like i'm constantly have my eyes out for phishing like anytime i get an email that i'm like is this actually from the person who it says it's from and i go and mouse over the links and see where they lead and i go and check the email address and go and see if that's legit and do all this stuff but like someone got into slack and then messaged somebody to get access like you can't even trust whether or not someone's in your own company like that sucks yeah a lot of like your information like can be like tokens like login tokens can be sold on the dark web and if they're still active they can get in Mm. um and even 2fa is not completely bulletproof so right now like everybody's just like okay so spam notification uh don't approve it yeah i mean i got i got my sim card uh spoofed Um, oh yeah i've had my credit card spoofed and yeah. yeah I've, yeah, I've also got, I think it was my bank card. I just got like a, an email from the bank saying, hi, you're, we had to deactivate your card. Please show up at any, uh, at a location and pick up a new one. Basically, um, let us know if there's any, like there was never like click on this link to validate. They were just like, the bank was literally like show up at a location. Yeah. Cause that's at, the only way. Yeah. Because I get rando calls that are supposed, you know, we've all heard my rants about the yeah, the scams out there and like the rando calls is saying automated like this is the bank calling you because you've had a weird overseas charge. And then I just I hang up immediately and I go and check my my information myself because more often than not, that's actually just someone trying to fish you. Uh, oh, any, any any automated message like I've never received an automated message that was legit in years i think the only one was for um when i i needed a repair person for my dryer Mm. um booking the actual like request and repair person was with uh an actual person on the phone Mm -hmm. and then the reminder that they send you to be like reminder tomorrow the person is coming between nine and noon and they'll call you 20 minutes before they can show up that was automated but i had already confirmed and talked to a human before like no no system no actual government body or bank or things like that will use automated message where you need to give them information it's just the actual legit automated message i got for the government was like reminder there's an election go vote uh you are According to our records, you are in this area, so your voting booth is at this place. Mm-hmm. But they were never like, confirm your name and give us your sin. They were just like, you know, because like, according to our record, you live at this address. This should be where you go to vote. Please check on the election.gov.ca. Like it's, yeah, they'll never ask for like, as soon as they start asking for your information and you did not come to that company with a problem. Most of the time it is, um, it is a scam. Hang up, delete the email or report it. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, be like, all right, hang up and call the actual, like, let's say somebody claims to be Bell or Rogers, hang up, call their actual customer service and be like, I was just contacted about this. Is this true? Yeah. You know, you're calling the right place. 
Yeah. So, There's yes. too many scammers out there. There's too many people trying to make a quick buck. And I feel for all the people who are not as technically savvy, as savvy as we are, that always have our heads and eyes and ears on a swivel. Yes. Cat. last week we spoke about the Nintendo Direct and PlayStation State of Play. Um, that both ended up happening on the same day, the Tuesday after we recorded on Monday mm-hmm. night, because lo and behold, that's just the way Murphy's Law happens for us. Um, let's talk about the Nintendo Direct, which we already referenced earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you find it? I did not watch it live, mm-hmm. but as soon as uh, I saw people mentioning Fire Emblem and Zelda, I dropped everything and watched those trailers. Yeah. Um, and going back and looking at it, like we were mentioning that it's very much like, you know, farming sim, farming sim. Um, there's a lot of fucking bangers like this. This was Z direct Z mm-hmm. direct of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, for our gaming sensibilities, this I, was directed towards us. <laughs> but I also think it was one of the biggest blockbusters announced for Nintendo. Like straight off the top, they have they've announced the new Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. They gave Breath of the Wild two the title and the release date. Yep. Uh, they announced a new Pikmin game. They announced Octopath Traveler two. Um, like, uh, more information on split the Splatoon three. Like, this is like there was a lot. It was forty minutes full packed, and like I was watching this while we were while I was at work because it happened. It started at yeah. like ten a.m. or something like that. So I'm like half watching, um, but mostly because I was curious to see if if Zelda was if they were gonna say anything. Yeah, they've announced more booster packs for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Like, I think yep. it would have been bigger if they would have announced, like, a brand new Mario Kart game. Then it would have been like, oh, my God. But, like, they've... Uh, the Bayonetta game, was it pre-announced? I and think the- we already knew that that was coming. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I-, I think it's... Uh, they kind of, like, showed their whole cards for 2023 in this Direct. Because, like, after, like you know animal crossing did their last update and we're like this is it like we're not updating this game anymore like besides splatoon 3 um and if you like we were kind of sitting there like all right like we know splatoon 3 we know they're doing like mario rabbits with ubisoft but i mean there's you you can't count pokemon like pokemon kind of sits like where it's kind of like inside outside you know like we it's Nintendo, but it's not Nintendo. So like we've had some, but like, yeah, there's been nothing to really like yeah. want to sink our teeth into and get, you know, yeah. all hot and bothered over. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like what, what I got the switch for besides like playing indie games on the go. And they're like, Nintendo was like, well, how about them Zeldas? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, and they're like, how about them Fire Emblems? And like, ooh, how about them Pikmin? It's like, wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like it's like these Big franchise, what they're known for. They're like, here you go. Mm. Let's talk through some of these. Um, so, as you mentioned, the sequel to Breath of the Wild uh, got its name and got a release date and got a, li- a bit of a trailer. Um, yep. It's going to be called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And it's going to be out May 12th of 2023. Yeah. I, at first, I thought it was going to be out in 
December of 2023. <laughs> but then I realized I was watching an American stream and they had the American date format. Oh, um, right. <laughs> yeah, I saw 04-12-2023. I was like, oh, in a year from now. And then like I saw somebody write out May 12th and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, like that's soon like that. It sounds like May is the new Zelda time now because Breath of the Wild came out on the release date of the Switch was um, no, hold on. March. No, never mind. I got that wrong. That came out March 3rd or something. But still, it seems like it's more of a early in the year now rather than (laughs) a, you know, uh, uh, end of the year kind of purchase, which maybe is smart because you can get. The diehards get in there right away and then people are still interested in it and it's a known quantity by the time holiday rolls around. So that's pretty awesome. And the gameplay trailer was pretty neat. We got to see some cool stuff like uh, Link flying on. I don't know what you call this bird thing. What would you call that? It looks like a bird platform that flies like his his uh, little uh, hoverboard, his stone hoverboard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think they've made it pretty clear that it was going to be a very much a you're in the air to type of game, like a lot of verticality to it. Was it Skyward Sword that was like that? That was probably that's probably the one hole in my Zelda knowledge is I yeah, didn't really play Skyward Sword. I haven't played Skyward Sword, but a lot of people that played it made uh, talked about. Mm how that would be uh, very similar, like Breath of the mm. Wild Skyward Sword, basically. Mm. Um, they didn't show too much, but they don't, they don't. No, it's a day one a purchase. They don't need to show us anything. Like, who are we uh, kidding? Who are we kidding? They pre- said the name, they gave, they gave us the date. We're just ordering it. I am curious to hear your feedback on Fire Emblem Engage that was announced as a new mainline title. Yeah. I mean, it looks very, the story looks very similar to Three Kingdoms, like with, there's a dragon. That dragon seems to be a person after, and then you guess you beat that person. Um, I'm just like a bit disappointed in the main character design. <laughs> Is that Marth? The guy with the blue and the red hair? It. Is his name Mirth? In this I don't game? know. They usually know. they usually have people. People were saying something about Mirth, and then I don't I, know. I just I don't, don't know much Fire Emblem. I'm not gonna lie. But is that who you're talking about? The person with the red and the blue hair? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't get like the having like the split hair and then one eye being different color. Like it's very anime cat. Yeah, I suppose if there if if that is the person that was a dragon, then maybe why? Yeah, it seems like from what I can gather from this thing, they're like that character has a ring and it they can use it to like call upon the powers of previous Fire Emblem heroes. Because I saw like Kronos and shit like that in there. Yeah, Um, but. Yeah, it says along your journey, I'm reading the IGN thing, along your journey, you'll even be able to have other previous Fire Emblem characters join your party like Marth. So I was saying Marth, Marth and Cecilia, Celia, Celia. It's going to be released on Nintendo Switch 
on January 20th, 2023. All right. So Kat, we know what you're playing Mm -hmm. January, early February. We know what you're playing in May. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're both playing in May. Um, Was there anything else in here that kind of, you know, perked your eyes up? Not really. I stopped listening after I saw uh, Fire Emblem and heard about Zelda. Everything else I was like, (laughs) you want to know the one thing that blew my freaking mind because I never thought they'd ever do it. Goldeneye 007 with online play is coming to Nintendo Switch online. Right. Not only that, it's also they they this lead came out afterwards and they this is why. It's also coming to Xbox because Rare is owned by Xbox and Microsoft. Can you believe it? They actually made it happen. Like, I thought for sure that was going to be, like, done. Like, that's a pipe dream. It was never going to happen because it was just too tied up and in IEPs and things like that. And no one wanted to spend that kind of money for a game from, but I mean, 1990s. It, <laughs> it kind of makes sense because like Nintendo's like at that point of bringing back the 64 games to, um, mm-hmm. their, uh, to the uh, Nintendo online and things like that. Like their whatever plan of their way back machine, I guess. So, and they announced more 64 games for 2023 mm-hmm. so it makes sense that at one point like they had to go through this process and be like all right all right let's bring back you know golden i64 um i think a lot of the success of these nostalgia wear like yeah. this nostalgia game like shredder's revenge which is a yeah. new game that looks like an old game but they also package the old teenage mutant ninja turtle games and it's sold like gangbusters um I think at one point they were like, hey, you know what? Let's throw some money at this and see if it brings anything. And, you know, us millennials with our disposable income will definitely. I have gone back and played that on the 64. I think there's going to be a lot of rose colored glasses that are going to be taken off. <laughs> they better bring like the layer of quality of life updates they need to make to this game is a thick. <laughs> yeah that's gonna be interesting but also too uh pokemon stadium and uh, mario party are coming as part of that plus more nintendo 64 games that was kind of crazy um you mentioned a whole bunch but like there was definitely a theme and a whole bunch of stuff that was very like life sim farming sim mm-hmm. so that like it was interesting too how it was kind of like speckled through just enough that like when you're reading through all of these, it doesn't look as extreme, but it just felt like that like farming sim thing kept popping up all the time, which is kind of different. Like it's kind of interesting to watch this progression as we see now that this trend of this type of mm-hmm. game is coming up. We've got Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life is getting a remake, A Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. We got Fae Farm is an RPG with a mix of magic and well farming, which looks super cute. Harvestella, which I mentioned before, that has a demo um, and is coming out on November 4th. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. I'm just flipping through to see if there's anything else that was kind of farming sim-esque. There was definitely stuff that I didn't expect to come to Switch, but they're making it work. Uh, It Takes Two is coming to Switch. Sifu is coming to Switch. Uh, I saw one Resident of the games evil is coming getting to... get through streaming crazy, right? It's like, they're like, 
you know, life sim, wholesome, life skin, life sim, wholesome. Four Resident Evil games. Like, what? <laughs> a little change in tone there, Nintendo. So, yeah, it was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of content. And uh, it's definitely what I needed on a, on a Tuesday morning to get me uh, excited about Nintendo. That, like I said, the direct. The direct. The direct of the year. Now, on the other side of things, um, later in the evening, there was a PlayStation State of Play. Uh, mm-hmm. And for some people, I'm sure it was super great. I just felt like there was nothing that I was really interested in. Did you get to watch this through? It was a lot shorter. It was 20 minutes, unlike the other one, which was 40. Well, I, I had to miss it. I had a meeting at the same time. Uh, but, I mean, it was like I had called it. You know, it was in line with Tokyo Game Show. So it was definitely more like tailored to the Asian market. Um, they revealed Tekken 8. Uh, you know, uh, there was... Uh, yeah, Yakuza Ishin that is coming. That's getting a Western release. Uh, and, you know, I they teased a bit of God of War content. Yeah, we got to see some more God of War and we got to see some more um, yeah. Hogwarts Legacy, which were the two that I was more keen on. And then uh, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge got a new trailer, but I was like, eh, it, you know, it's it's a PlayStation VR 2 game. So I'm like, I can't play Yeah, this. and then the story came out somewhere. I'm not exactly who said it and where I read it and it was Twitter, but apparently PlayStation VR 1 games are not going to work on PlayStation VR 2. Yeah. Which I understand why, but oof, that's tough. But uh, for me, uh, Rise of Ronin, mm. which is uh, from from the people that made Neo, uh, they're doing an open world samurai game, and it looks it it looks a bit like I guess uh, Ghost of Tsushima esque, not in the gameplay or in the story, just kind of like in the setting. Um, mm. basically giving me a setting and a somebody with a sword and being like, here, have fun, play. <laughs> um, looks really interesting. Uh, from the trailer, you they, you don't gleam. I didn't dig too much in this. Um, but the trailer shows a gorgeous world. After that, the story. What's the nitty gritty of it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's also a PlayStation Five exclusive. So when am I gonna play this? <laughs> Let's yeah, be honest. there you go. Um, there you go. When it comes to PC or when you get a PlayStation Five. But it was a, it was a lot of like some of these like Sinduality and Project Eve. That's actually Stellar Blade. Um, now rename as Stellar Blade. I was like, eh, never heard of them. They look okay, I guess. I've heard of Project Eve when they first started talking about it, yeah. but I think Sinduality is a new one. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I'd never heard of it before. And then they talked a little bit about the PlayStation Stars loyalty program, but I'm just like, meh, I don't really care. Um, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as like God of War. I'm ready for it. Hogwarts Legacy. I'm ready for it. Outside of that, there was some stuff, but not like the Nintendo Direct. In you the know, morning. but Nintendo Direct, they like like I said, they announced like it was star IPs, big IPs. Yeah, like exactly. PlayStation Direct only, like, in terms of, like, mass, like, you know, like, household names. Mm-hmm. They had Tekken and they had God of War. Yeah, and some Star Wars. Yes. Everything else was kind of, uh, 
Yeah, I mean the Yakuza, a lot of third party. The Yakuza spin-off game. Yeah. Probably. And you know, like Hogwarts Legacy is just like it's been We've been bit, waiting. Bit by bit, you know. But like in terms of like stuff that we haven't seen or haven't heard about or like that's big banger. That's like it's Tekken and God of War. Um yeah. the rest is more niche. And it's the kind of thing that like if you're into JRPGs or uh, you'd be probably very excited about these release. Us, we're not, we're not as big anymore. Mm-hmm. There are members of our community that love it, though. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure we'll they'll be talking about it and we'll hear about it, and you never know, maybe someone will convince me to play one. <laughs> yeah, and also, <laughs> I feel like PlayStation has been like more uh, open about their their announcement and their release yeah so they're like these playstation state of plays are not as jam-packed as some as as some of these nintendo directs because they're just kind of like they do them often and they give the information as it comes out and like this one was a small one tailored for tokyo game show um so yeah we hadn't heard from nintendo since like february exactly so so that we we needed to know what was up (laughs) like Nintendo as a whole, like you said, like they've been communicating about Pokemon and things like that and Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like this was really like there. It was basically I feel like PlayStation was just like their quarterly update. And so they mm-hmm. have like some good information, but it's like, you know, they're here often. Nintendo, that was like their E3 presentation. Yeah, I feel that's like. what they it felt like, like. Like, here's everything. So like it in terms of like hype and content like nintendo overshadowed overshadowed playstation but if you look at like the content spread out the year like the kind of stuff that playstation announced throughout the year and xbox announced throughout the year like there's Mm -hmm. no it's all good like there's bangers coming out everywhere it's just unfortunately also for playstation nintendo was like so zelda everybody was like (laughs) it was like oh (laughs) there goes the news cycle yeah truth truth all right, so I think we're done news now. So let's get into our topic of the show, which is our interview with drag queen and Twitch streamer Ermagerd. And we're back after chatting about some news. And as I told you at the beginning of the show, we've got an extra special guest with us this week, contestant on Canada's Drag Race Season 3, and now Twitch streamer, the weird, wild, and wonderful Ermagerd. Hi, Irma! Hello, how are you, Leah? I'm so excited to talk to you today. Hi, and hello, Kat. Hello, hello. How are you guys today? Pretty good. I'm so excited to talk about video games. I love, 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 love gaming. I've always been a gamer girl, and now I'm I'm rejoining Twitch. I kind of got into it uh, like 2020 during the pandemic. Everybody was doing online drag shows. They kind of got old pretty quick, so I started to dip into uh streaming games uh but 2020 everybody was doing that so it was just too many people i i had trouble finding engagement but now i have this other platform and i don't know i'm just dipping back in it's it's a lot of fun i love it so what what started your journey in video games how young were you okay so my grandmother she's 85 years old and growing up she had a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo, and then eventually got N64. Um, And then I think my cousin got a PlayStation 1. And like, just always, whenever I would go to my grandma's house, it would be like, video games. So we'd play Mario, we'd play Tetris. 
We'd play Uncle Fester's Quest. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow, that is some throwback. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've always been into video games. It's been like a, a nice warm memory of sitting at grandma's house, you know, a nice feed of treats and turkey dinner and sit down with the Nintendo. Yeah. Fantastic. Do you have any favorites? Uh, I love the Final Fantasy franchise. Yeah. But lately, all I play is Dead by Daylight. Why is that? I don't know. I just love it. It's fun. You get to hang out with friends while you're playing. But I don't really know why I love it so much. I just play it a lot. <laughs> What's your favorite role? Do you like to be the villain or the people that run away? Uh, I, I'm pretty half-half. So I, I like playing Survivor when I'm playing with friends. I don't like playing Survivor alone. But if I'm alone, I'll play Killer. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And you have you when did you start your Twitch channel? Like uh, when did you brought it back, I guess, after Drag Race kind of finished for the season? Well, I've only streamed. I played once with Juicebox after the promo had dropped and okay. before the season had started airing. Uh, and Juicebox was on season one of the show and has a huge Twitch following. She's like the the Twitch Drag Race girl, I think. <laughs> so we played Dead by Daylight. Um, and I said, oh, this is so much fun. I should really boot my channel back up. So I bought myself a new webcam, uh, investing in it back a little bit. And here we are. I've only done a couple streams by myself, but uh, they're going well so far on my way to affiliate. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. And that's why, you know, that's what I saw your tweet, because I started following you because you're being on Canada's Drag Race. Yeah. The first queen from atlantic canada and then of uh -huh. course you're from are you originally from st john's no i'm from cornerbrook nice yeah. okay but you're in you live in st john's I now i live in st john's yeah i've been here since 2014 oh cool because yeah that's what i w was it so i was like oh my god this is the queen that i'm cheering for this season. yeah <laughs> and <laughs> easy easy choice here and uh and then yeah when i saw that you started a twitch stream i was like this is fantastic i've checked this out and see if when you want to talk collide. games yeah. yes exactly <laughs> and you know there's a lot of uh things about video games and and uh being a drag queen that kind of like coincide and stuff too like a lot of the personas and stuff i can see a lot mm -hmm. of folks cosplay being such a huge part of it you see a lot of that in the in the drag community so that's fantastic that you were able to bring that together what are you able to incorporate video games into your drag at all yeah i mean the whole idea of getting into drag maybe stemmed from playing Final Fantasy and just loving the character designs. And I would, in high school, just be always drawing kind of anime-ish characters. You know, the way Final Fantasy is anime-ish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like living my own little world, uh, creating creating these people, creating costumes and uh, storylines in my head about who these people might be. That eventually kind of turned into me doing drag. So that's that's an inspiration. I think you can kind of see it in my makeup, in like the shape of my eye. It's a little bit anime inspired. Uh, but maybe that's just me and something that I'm projecting onto it. Uh, nowadays, I I don't know if there's much video game direct in, influence in there, but I have one number that I do that's a bit drag race inspired and a little bit video game inspired. Uh, do you remember when Asia O'Hara brought those butterflies onto stage? Oh, yes. The infamous butterfly and they, incident. 
danced on top of the butterflies and yeah it was the, it was bad they it did not bad. survive anyways i do that uh as a, a ddr song oh goodness i i i am a little <laughs> butterfly, butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> i'm stomping all over these butterflies oh my like God. fall out of my dress <laughs> mine is paper of course but <laughs> Oh my goodness. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think you would have done a DDR thing if that inc incident had never happened? I don't know. I mean, I always love the music from that. That's like core childhood memories, like every song that was on DDR. So I don't know. I probably would have done something eventually. Yeah. Did you go uh, in the arcade in the Avalon Mall to play at any point? I well, I was in Corner Brooks, so yeah. when we would come out to St. John's, that was like a highlight. Like, yeah. Oh, go to the arcade, go to play DDR. <laughs> yeah. Not just on a, like one of those pads that you have to plug into the PlayStation. Right. No, it's like the thing. It's that yeah. hard panels that like depress when you jump on them. It felt real. <laughs> and the pad that always slips and slides. Slips everywhere. It was a death sentence trying to oh, dance, yeah. dance on those things. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they actually released those because like when you think about it, that that's just an accident waiting to happen and you knew it you were going to like fly into a TV screen or a VCR or something at some point. I feel like I ha they used to be kicking around everywhere. Yes. But who has one tucked away? I would like one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure somebody out there has one. one yeah, our, we threw ours our out for sure. Members. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need a DDR mat. Yeah, because I mean, you should Twitch stream that. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> when we, uh, Catherine and I used to do, um, when we were both in Montreal together, we would do extra life 24 hour marathons. And the last hour or two hours, we would do uh, just dance on stream. Oh. And we would be wicked tired. And um, people would pay money for us to do certain songs well, donate money for us to do certain mm -hmm. songs. Mm -hmm. It was always very foolish. So uh, that could be a good one to get extra tips. <laughs> Just Dance is so much fun. <laughs> it is. And you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll learn some dance moves along the way. <laughs> totally. Speaking of games that you're interested in playing, um, you're obviously in the middle of Death by Daylight, but as I was snooping through your Twitter feed, sounds like you want to play Stray. Have you gotten a chance play to try play it? No, not yet. I'm really, I'm, I'm like, I want somebody to buy it for me. And I think somebody might be buying it for me. That's why yeah. you do this. <laughs> I mean, it, like, yes, I could buy it, but I don't want to. <laughs> hey, work that magic. Why not? Right? Yeah. It's part of and the I reason got, Kat and I do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got uh, Vivian Vanderpuss coming to town next weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, she's, we're doing a show together. Uh, She's a cat mom, Vivian Vanderpuss, you know. Right. I thought, how perfect would it be if she hung out with me while I played Stray on oh stream? Oh, my God. Yes. Right? Yeah. That would be fantastic. Cat <laughs> yeah. just finished it, so she knows all about it. I played a little bit of it, but yeah, I think you're in for a real treat because it's, uh, it's a different kind of a game. People say amazing things about it without telling me anything, uh, which is, I think, a really good sign. When you have to sell it to somebody, you're like... Okay, like I'm, you're working it, but when you just say no, trust me, no, trust me on this, you know it's gonna be good. You it know? is, and I I beat it in like I want to say seven hours without going a completionist route. So you know it's it's okay. a, it's a good one to like stream because you know like you can do, beat it in a weekend, a long weekend. Um, yeah, I mean I could probably do that in 
like two streams because usually I sit down for a number of hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's honestly like it's one of those games where you because it's like the perfect length that it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I just basically I did it in short bursts because I was very busy. But like if it weren't for like work and life being crazy, I probably would have sat down like one Saturday morning and just like immerse myself into that world for an entire weekend and come back Monday morning. Like what happened? But it's like a good, like a good, I love doing that. Yeah. Yeah. A good game binge. Yeah. And then after that, you're like hung over for the rest of the week of just like <laughs> that game was so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's stray. That was straight for me. Yeah. The escapism of games is just fantastic. Yeah. That's, that was what, I fell in love with Final Fantasy. It was a way for me, like in high school, being bullied, a way to just like dip out into another world, like live in this fantasy for a while. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. uh, which was your first Final Fantasy? Um, it was either seven or ten. I feel like I was playing those around the same time. Uh, I think I got seven first, and oh, do you know what? That's a total lie. I'm lying to you. It was nine because I used to rent it. And I never really understood that kind of game because I was used to playing side-scrollers like Mario or something. Uh, You know, growing up on Nintendo, Mm -hmm. there were Final Fantasy games. Nan just never had any. Uh, So playing this game that was very story-based, you know, you you jump in and there's there's this battle system that I knew nothing about. It was all just very different to me. I didn't know what to do, and I rented it. I can't tell you how many times I might... My poor mother could have just spent, I don't know, how much was a game in in the mid-90s. It's like, you could have just bought it. But instead, I made you rent it almost every weekend until I figured out how to play it. And then, you know, finally getting, you're like, oh, I beat the game. No, this is just the end of disc one. Like, there's so much more to, to unravel in this story. Like, it just kept going and kept going. I'm like, when is this game going to end? <laughs> You have a really cool grandma. My my grandparents had no idea video games. I wasn't allowed to get a game console. I lived vicariously through my brother because he got yeah. the game console <laughs> um, or it was a shared present. So. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely the gender roles there were at play. But, you know, mm-hmm. who would have thought now mm-hmm. my parents look at me and they're always talking about video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandma's an icon. She had an Atari, but I don't think I ever saw the Atari work. Okay. So by the time I came around, it was the Nintendo and she would always like, I think up until maybe mm, probably 10 years ago, she was still playing Tetris like every single day, every single day, all day, every day. She was like the Tetris champion of the Contra Valley. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. We, we had a Nintendo growing up and eventually my parents um, confessed to the fact that after we went to bed, they would go downstairs and play Tetris. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when when there was Tetris 2, which was like one that you could play like two player versus. Yes. They really got into Tetris 2. Uh, they told us after we were grown up. Well, we had a like... Sega Genesis. Uh, that was the one console that we did own ourselves. Okay. And I remember there was a game called Bubbles and Squeak. And you're this little like, just, I don't know, you're a little boy and you have this friend who's I don't know what he is. He's this bubblegum robot or something, and he blows bubbles. Uh, we would we would play this all the time, but it got harder and harder. 
my mom would stay up late, beat the levels and get the level passwords and then be like, guess what I got last night? <laughs> so like, we'd be able to go to the next level. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. I love that. She also really fell in love with Spyro the Dragon when we got a PlayStation. Uh, and that one you couldn't, I don't, I think we didn't have a memory card. So we just like played games all the way through until like the end of the day, you would turn off the console and then the next day or whenever you played again, you'd have to just start from the beginning and get there. So we were just like remembering how to get there and kind of, I don't know, maybe it was speed running. We're like, you know, you get better and better and at it. Totally. But we hadn't beaten the game yet. We're just trying to see how far we could go. But I remember one day we got really far. We got to this new world. It was the Dreamweaver world. And uh, I had a few friends over and one of my friends walked by the PlayStation and kicked the plug. <gasps> no! And we were all wrapped around the TV like, no! <laughs> and I was so mad. My mom had to like, she was like, I think we should maybe not be playing the PlayStation like this anymore. <laughs> I was, I got too competitive. I was like, how could you do that? And I got so like legitimately mad. She's like, we have to tone this down. <laughs> You're a little you too invested in this. There's a, I used to live like that as well on the, the, one of the Final Fantasy games. I feel like it was 10 that, that really like the last not the last boss this is like after you completed the game there's one really really big boss at the very end that you'd have to go back and play with like a ridiculous health health count uh -huh. and it was so hard to save and like getting back out of there to get back there and like having those like random battles used to drive me bananas oh my um, god yes but yeah it was I, like omega weapon or something yes yeah, something yeah. one of the secret that bosses sounds right yeah, yeah and uh i would get so frustrated and just like leave it running. I'd be like, mom, do <laughs> not touch the PlayStation. <laughs> please. Just leave Whatever it. it's you running. do. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm using electricity, but please. <laughs> so God, that was so real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, during your time on Canada's Drag Race, obviously there's downtime, things like that. Um, and you a know, bit, not very yeah, much, but a little I bit. I would imagine not very much. It's probably full tilt, but like the evenings and stuff. So would you mm -hmm. occupy your time when you were kind of alone in your hotel room therapy, video game therapy? Well, we weren't allowed to have anything that had like a Wi-Fi signal. Okay. So... I was trying to find like a Game Boy Advance or something like that, but I never found one. My friend gave me a little handheld like Game & Watch thing that had the first two Zelda games on it. Cool. Yeah, so I was playing those. <laughs> I didn't get very far though. <laughs> okay, is that your first time playing through the original Zeldas? No, uh, the smallest time though. Yeah, <laughs> I'd imagine. That's itty bitty. Itty bitty screen on it. Yeah, it's right over there. It's It's really like this big. This is a podcast, I can't see it. Yeah. If you, if you got the chance to talk to any of the other queens, are any other queens in video games within the season? <laughs> okay, so the night we got out of quarantine, uh, we're all like in the hotel room having a party and Kimmy Couture is on her phone playing League of Legends. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> she was probably so ready to just she go was to like, the round. <laughs> Girl, it's been so long. I need to play it. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's a good impression of Kimmy, too. 
<laughs> Fantastic. Kimmy, come join the party. She's like, hold on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I need to I'm do just another round. Watering these noobs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Right now, you've been pretty much streaming out of drag. Uh, do you plan on doing it uh, and, and streaming in drag at any point? Because yeah, I know that's absolutely. really big right now on Twitch. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I will absolutely do that. Uh, the first couple streams, well, I I went, um, I think I was on last, I don't know, Monday and Tuesday or something. But the Monday stream mm-hmm. was me literally just logging on. I had one friend who I was like, I texted them and I said, can you go to my channel and just like, do an audio test with me. And the name of the stream was like, just testing. (laughs) And then somebody rated me with 20 people. And then another person rated me with 15. And I'm like, I'm literally just trying to get my audio to work. What are we going to do? Oh my God. They're like, well, it sounds fine to me. (laughs) My friend is in the the chat like, yeah, I mean, it sounds good. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll turn on my PlayStation and we'll play video games. (laughs) So it kind of just happened rather than... I'm going to be streaming now in in 40 minutes. You know, it's like, it just happened, <laughs> which is fun. It felt very natural. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to be, you know, thrown into the flames and see what yeah. happens, right? Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. It's more engagement than I've ever had on Twitch in the past. So yeah, then I did it the next day, a little more planned. Mm-hmm. And it was, it went over so much, so much better than it's ever went before. And then I did another one last night and it was like so smooth. Awesome. So I'm this. I'm only new at it, but, but that's great. You but know, now I'll like get it into like a schedule. I think is the best way to do it. And then once I start figuring out when is the best time to stream, I can plan to do my face and be in drag for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. So what do you what do you think your schedule is going to be? Have you got any inkling of ideas now of what you kind of want to do for rhythm? Because I imagine mm-hmm. certain nights need to be reserved for. For you to be able to do shows and stuff like that, right? Do you want to yeah. do it during the daytime? My weekends generally get eaten up with gigs. Yeah. Uh, evenings are when I tend to game. The, during the day, I'm usually sleeping in and then going to do my stuff that needs to get done, getting in, you know, doing my emails and working, figuring out my merch store, all this, all this stuff that I'm doing in the day. And then by the time I don't know, seven rolls around. I'm like, time to shut down and play video games for a bit. And usually I end up playing for much longer than I ever anticipate. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'll go to bed early. This is the night. I'm going to bed early. No, never. Always staying staying up late gaming. Yeah. That's but now I'm trying to turn that into work again. <laughs> Why not? Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing it anyways. Why not hang out with people? Yeah. Yeah, we used to stream a little bit and... Uh, that community side of it was really cool. Like, obviously it's cool playing with your friends, but then it's different when you're performing in a sense, right? Like doing yeah. the Twitch stream, trying to get engaged with people, people, you know, people you don't know mm-hmm. at the same time, trying to play a game, which I always had to make sure it was games that were pretty, you know, low mental. Like I didn't have to necessarily follow the story cause I couldn't do that and engage with people at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that really hard when I was, especially when I was playing Killer Dead by Daylight. It's you're you're like laser focused on the screen, looking for any hint of somebody running around. And I'm like, I'm I'm sorry, chat. I know you're going off. I know you're like, I got like five new followers. I will I will say hello to you after I get this person on a hook. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to balance the two. 
And I think if you're playing on PC, it's a lot easier because it comes up on your screen. But I have mm. my computer and my TV. Mm-hmm. Makes it a little harder. What console are you playing on now? PS5. Nice. Yeah. You were able to get one. They were hard to come by. They were. They still are, I think. Mm-hmm. But I was uh, I was working a job where I was making a little bit of money. And I, I walked through the mall. And usually they had this big tower of PS5 boxes with a sign on it that says sold out. <laughs> but I walked in and I'm like, there's that pile of boxes oh my god do they have one so i ran in and they're like we have two left and if you want one you better buy it right now <laughs> i didn't really think about it too hard i just went uh, i know i do really want one and i don't want to wait months and months and months to get one so i just splurged <laughs> treat yourself treat yourself 2000 whatever it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was not uh, cheap did yours come with the game because a lot of them come with like back-ends. no it didn't no. no okay did you get to play the astros playroom game that's in it it's there, but I've never played it. Why? What's the verdict on it? Oh, it's great. And especially really? if you have a nostalgia for a lot of PlayStation content. Oh. Yeah. Like it has a lot of throwback stuff in there. It's really cute. It's a Wait, good what stream is it? game. Um, what is it called? Is it called Astro's Playroom? It, yeah, it yeah. is. But like what what kind of game is it? A platformer. Wow. Yeah, I think you'd really like it. It's cute. He plays the little character and then like you get to see, you know, like it kind of brings you through the history of PlayStation and the oh, games. No way. Yeah. So like you'll get some Uncharted in there. You get some Metal Gear references. You get what? a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's great. You'd really oh like that. Oh my God. No. Do you remember PS4 had, what was the thing that it came with? It was like something, the something house or I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just uh, this garbage thing that was just like on your PlayStation. Is it yeah. Sackboy's Playhouse or something? Was not that. No, you're no. probably talking about that um, community world space. Yeah. They ended up shutting it down. What Dreams? was it called? No. Dreams is Dreams is PS4, but that was later. What was that called? It was just like <laughs> built into the PlayStation. PlayStation. I thought it was PlayStation 4 and I, I don't remember that. Yeah. Hold on. I'll get it in a second. But yeah, Not it had this flipper. thing on it. It was something something about a house. Uh, and you just like go on basically kind of like VR, but it's not VR where you're standing in a room and maybe if somebody else is online in the same server, they're also there. We're so close. It's PlayStation Home. PlayStation Home. Yeah. Yeah. The virtual 3D share social gaming platform developed by uh, Sony C- Computer Entertainment, London Studio for the PlayStation 3. Oh, it and then PS3. it was out on P- PS4 too. Okay, yeah, yeah, it, it was like PS3 a space you would go like meta. Sense. It's like meta. <laughs> yeah, except it wasn't VR at all. It was no. just like on your screen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but that's kind of what I assumed Astro's Playroom was. No, it's. A I game. didn't know it was a game. I think you're really going to enjoy it too. Play. <laughs> after what we've been speaking about game wise and what okay. you're into, yeah. Slay Slam, let's go. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like a proof of concept to show what the console can do, but they like wrapped up like this PlayStation lore into it and things like that. Like I haven't played it because I was not able to purchase a PlayStation 5. I did not win that lottery. Um, but uh, yeah, no, everybody who got a PlayStation 5, that's the first thing they did. And they were like, wow, like a proof of concept, like built in thing. It's like we it's like uh, not as good as we bowling, but like in in that idea that this actually was good for once. Wow. Okay. I'm going to play that. You're in for a treat. <laughs> yeah. I'll play that until I get stray. Until you get stray. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, Irma, this has been absolutely fantastic. Um, I want you to shout out all the places that people can find you. If you got any shows coming up and of course your Twitch channel so people can go and follow and watch all the cool stuff you're doing. Go of right course. Ahead. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on and this is all Queen Irma Gerd or Queen Dot Irma Gerd, uh, depending on the platform, if they have a period or not. So Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Foursquare, LinkedIn. The Greco Pizza Delivery app, Grinder. I'm on. I'm on Farmville. I'm on uh, OnlyFans. No, I'm not on OnlyFans. <laughs> yep, nip that one in the That's bud. The other one everybody ended up doing during yeah. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my my Twitter and my Instagram and my Twitch are my big ones right now. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. <laughs> this has been excellent. And, Thank you uh, for having me. Yeah, it's so nice to get to talk to folks from home, you know, because yeah. that's what I get to do all the time. And, East Coast, uh, East Coast. Yeah, and congratulations, because you did Thank a fantastic you. job on season three. It was so much fun. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to talk to you guys again sometime. Yes, of course. Take care. Stay weird. Awesome. And that's it for the show this week. Catherine, it's been a good one. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to play more games. But uh, first, before everybody runs away, I want to invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for the links to all the stories mentioned in this episode. If you have the power on the podcast platform that you are consuming this podcast and you can leave a review or rate, please do so. It really helps with discovery, moves us up in the rankings. So much appreciated if you can do that for us. I'd like to thank Catherine for joining me in this two-woman show here today. Catherine, thanks so much. How can people find you on social media? I am C-S-D-S-B-I-N-S, C-S de bien on Twitter and Instagram, but uh, I'm mostly in the Girls on Games Discord. And want to thank Irma Gerd, of course, for being on the show as well. Uh, but before you run away, you want to follow me. I am Leah Jewer on most social media platforms. But of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely convo and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thanks, Kat. It's been a great week chatting with you, and uh, I'll see you next Monday. And uh, everybody, have a great week. Play some games. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.